Tegasim Teg Tega Sega Tegasim 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 newsletter. This is the Imperial Scrolls of Honor podcast. I am Josh Bolin. And I am Jeff Burns. And we are going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. Uh, MagApp.gov today as we're buzzing the tower on 16 pages of Sega Team Newsletter issue 6. Uh, you can find the issue on archive.org if you want to look at the shit we're looking at. I'll drop the link in the show notes as always. Please rate and review the podcast now if you could. And what we're playing now, Jab? What are you playing now? Um, I I played just a I didn't play much at all those past couple of weeks, but I played a little tiny bit of Subnautica, which is fun. It's a fun way to wind down my night, I guess. Uh, probably probably gonna end up being my favorite game of all time once it's all said and done with. You're you're like the I think it's the Retrovaniacs podcast. I want to say there's a dude on there that has been playing Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Like fucking three years or something. Every time they ask him this, it's like, uh, what are you playing now? And he's like, uh, fucking Monster Hunter again. <laughs> Never gonna believe it, right? <clears throat> yeah, I, it's it's fucking it's it's I can't recommend it enough. Um, and and I guess I'm playing it on the worst system. I guess it's like the worst on uh, Xbox. It's stuttery. It, it gets stuttery often on Xbox. I guess yeah, it's not X, a huge Xbox problem. is a piece of shit, Jeff. I've been telling you that for a while. I, yeah. I like to be contrarian because. <laughs> fuck you all. Um, so just a little bit of that, and I started playing uh, that Alien Isolation game that I was talking about. Um, I've, I've not played it much. I would say I've put maybe three, two or three, two and a half hours into it. Um, Were you scared? It's little, no, it's a little <laughs> slow so far, dude. It, I haven't seen the Alien yet, which you know could get rid of the scary part. Uh, or at least make the scary part difficult, but uh, it's it's not the the heads up display is not super intuitive. The map system is awful. Um, it it's not really clear on what they want you to do. There's not like a journal system. And again, like I've talked about this even with Subnautica, like that's fine and all. You know, I get it if you're trying to make a survival horror game, but at the same time, like I have a fucking job, and I can't just wander around the space station for three hours looking for this obscure little tiny thing um it's kind of annoying sometimes so i'm not done with it but um uh, um initial impressions are not as impressive as i had hoped it would be yeah it was at the beginning especially you gotta you gotta you know it's like any other fucking piece of content and that, gotta... i'm still in the tutorial basically and but it's kind of fucking annoying right yeah so you, like anything you gotta you gotta have a, you gotta hook them with something you know Right, and it really come to think, yeah. I mean, if that's what you're gonna say, then it really doesn't. Not so far. <laughs> um, well, you, uh, you, well, you didn't play any fucking Outer Worlds or speaking, Outer Realms. Speaking what of boring, game? not. Really. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that's said. I went back to Subnautica when it went on Game Pass because I fucking, like I said, I just I felt much more invested in the Fallout universe than I do in, uh, in the Outer Worlds, so... Bummer, bummer, bummer. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not done with that game, but, like, if you compare it to something like Subnautica, I can't put it down, and, like, I'm excited to play it. I, I don't feel that way about the other two. Right. It's a fucking so, It's like, man, yeah. 
Red Dead 2 was such a chore. <clears throat> uh, I uh, The only thing I've played is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out on my Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> That's <literally laughs> the only game I've played. Uh, which, granted, I just started a new fucking, a, a new flick, uh, what, like, last, like, basically, as soon as we finished, as soon as I got back to uh, L.A. from my Ohio trip. So that's part of it, like, fucking 16-hour days, six days a week. Uh, doesn't leave a lot of time for gaming. But uh, also just having, like, the accessibility of being able to just walk over and click power. I mean, the, you know, the cart's already in the system. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. All I got to do is walk over and hit power and sit down on my couch and I have the NES controller right there in front of me, uh, and just the ease of that relative to you know, not not that it's complicated to emulate Mike Tyson's Punch Out. You know, walk over to my laptop, open the application, get the USB controller out of the cabinet, plug it in. But that's like a few more steps, and the obviously the experience of it is completely different too, uh, right. NES than than an emulation format. So those things coupled together pretty much means nonstop Mike Tyson's Punch. Any anytime I'm at home and I have a free eight minutes. I'm like, oh, I'll just knock Glass Joe's out. <laughs> Glass Joe's ass out for, you know, like, it's just, it's such a good game, and it's fucking amazing to have it uh, in its, uh, all, all its original, and uh, originally intended glory. Right. Is, is really nice. So, that's all I've been playing. Um, on to Team Sega Newsletter, Issue 6. <laughs> That is Lord of the Sword intro theme uh, getting us started on uh, issue six, not episode six of Team Sega Newsletter. Yeah, I can't. You nailed the the title without hesitation, too, Jab. I'm really impressed. Well, what our listeners won't hear is there was like a you told me that we were ready to record and go, and I took a good long minute to prepare myself. I think even if I did that, I would still fuck it up. (laughs) I I don't know. I I guess I'm a good public speaker. You are, without a doubt. Uh, that's why we have this podcast together. They don't give these out to anyone, Jab. Uh, this is April 89. Uh, Altered Beast and Rastan gracing the cover here. Uh, despite no Sega Master System in my childhood, both these titles mean something to me. Like, they're oh, really? they Sega-specific things that did not hit the NES, and I still, like, just knew about these somehow or another, even though... I mean, like I said, I didn't even know anyone with the Sega Master System, so... Somehow these permeated into the 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 the, <laughs> the culture in some way or another where I was aware of them, um, which is interesting to me because, like I said, I'm pretty detached from Sega. You know, well they had it. They had Altered Beast on um, Sega Genesis, Genesis right? Yeah, right. yeah. It, it was the it was before Sonic became a thing. It was the release cart. You know. Oh, that's right. It was. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, it was the pack in. So that yeah that had. I think that probably is the dominant reason that i of my awareness with ultra beast but you know just you know like i said just in general the fact that it most of these games mean nothing to me and this one does i thought was worth mentioning you know um yeah it was uh rastan specifically is is less so i didn't actually didn't know it had been ported but it's an arcade game that i remember really fondly and extensively actually it was in did i want to say it was in a vermilion laundromat and i don't even know why the fuck <laughs> i was in a vermilion laundromat but i'm pretty sure it was in a vermilion laundromat that also had a play choice dude i think it had rastan and a play choice 
uh, the the NES, you know, fucking ten NES games in the arcade cabinet. And right. Thing. And I used to play. I remember playing Mario Two on that one a lot. Uh, on the, the million laundry mat. I'm pretty sure, man. I mean, it's it's only. There was you know, one that I remember spending some time at, but like, I, that does not ring any bells. No, I, it could be wrong. Like that, that is literally. I mean, it's mostly conjecture, but it's an educated conjecture. <laughs> right. I, I can't even offer like maybe this is something you did with AJ or something. Possibly, yeah. I was like, I can't even offer like, I can't refute it. Like, no, that definitely didn't happen. I'm like, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. Uh, Either that, or I also was thinking it could potentially have been in some, you know, dank, dark dive bar that Mad Mike or my mom irresponsibly put me in with a handful of quarters while they were doing things they should have got a babysitter for. Yeah. Uh, one of those two things. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's a very Conan-type character. It's a lot of badass enemies, bigger sprites, the arcade version anyways, uh, after playing it here later uh, in a bit. Um, this it's Yeah, the port is definitely... They did okay, but it is not uh, at all a faithful representation of the arcade, arcade game. And, you know, I mean, none of these fucking games on Sega Master System would be. Sure. It's a ridiculous uh, technical expectation, you know? Right. Uh, anyhow, the artwork uh, is actually for Altered Beast. Uh, the, it's just a Rostan bullet point kind of sword-swinging action with a bounty-hunting barbarian. This is the blurb there. But the actual artwork is for Altered Beast, and it's like it... It's like a watercolor-esque thing that kind of looks shitty, but I still like it. <laughs> I like it a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah. And as far as Sega covers for their fucking magazines or video games go, uh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. I mean, they could have yeah. just left the graph paper and... I, I wouldn't have been surprised if they just left the graph paper and wrote Altered Beast. <laughs> some like, weird script and then just fucking left it. The most boring shit ever. Yeah, it's uh, what they have here. It's it's representing. I would say <laughs> it is not a direct, uh, you know, it's not a, a a still life or anything. But it's representing a dude transitioning into a beast, which is uh, as as I understood it even before playing the game and, and learning a little more about the lore uh, was the whole shkabo with Alter Beast narrative. You know, mm-hmm. changing uh, a guy changing into various. Uh, monsters, werewolf being probably the most, the one they have pictured here, and probably the one I, I would just be able to cite uh, without even having played it yet. So right. that is the cover, and then the inside cover is another one of those Children's Palace full page ads. Uh, the Fantasy Star screenshot on here gave me a little bit of a nom flashback. <laughs> mm. It's like it's the desert planet with all those um, those sim ant antlion holes you know okay i don't think i got that far uh yeah it was the second world i think i i think i was just about to leave the first world and i couldn't take it anymore (laughs) uh well you're fortunate that that particular uh planet was was uh one of the more trying phases of the game um moving on into the magazine we get team or sega team kahuna john sauer giving us his state of the union letter and he mentions Michael Jackson toured the Sega grounds and played some Power Drift, which I, I guess maybe I should have looked that game up. I didn't know what it was. And Altered Beast. And I'm thinking this must have been the catalyst or like the the beginning of their of Michael Jackson Michael Jackson's relationship with Sega that led to Moonwalker on Genesis. You know? No, oh, right. Um, God, so I that, forgot about that too. Right. Yeah. I'm, that that's. Lots to say about that game when we get there. I actually just watched, I found this 
I should put it in the show notes. I'll make a note. The I found this fucking YouTube show that you do. You got to watch it just to see the opening credits one time. It's also just kind of riveting. It's it's like a um like a nineteen eighty. It's like it starts actually early eighties. I think it's almost. It looks almost like public access or something, mm-hmm. uh, or or at least some local television station. It's called the Computer Chronicles. And they have their own YouTube channel, and they are these half hour shows that are like archaic. Uh, it's mostly focused on PC, Mac, computer, desktop stuff, but they get into video game consoles and shit a little bit. It's kind of, kind of just, you know, uh, technology in general, uh, to some degree, but mostly PC, Mac. And yeah, they do, they were doing, uh, one on Sega Genesis. They were comparing Sega Genesis to the TurboGrafx-16 and they had, they, Michael Jackson was the game that they were showing and they were talking a lot about it and like the stuff in the game is Knowing what we know now about Michael Jackson is fucking crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> fucking I was gonna crazy. say, I, like, I can't picture that game, but like, yeah, I, I bet the shit in the game is fucking insane. Yeah, it's fucking really insane. Like looking back with hindsight, yeah. crazy, crazy. <clears throat> yeah, and I just, just ar- ar- arbitrarily, I wondered if Bubbles was with him on, like, I pictured him with Bubbles with him touring the Sega headquarters. <laughs> the monkey you know? yeah I forgot, I forgot about bubbles I I, th- <laughs> I think I just try to like block that entire dude out I always like I remember listening to dangerous on cassette tape in a vermilion uh trailer park that I lived in nice, uh, nice. or spent summers I don't think I ever had any Michael Jackson shit I don't think I think I may have stolen it from my stepbrother but the point is I I uh Man, that fucking like I, I, just, I never liked the guy, dude. He's fucking weird, man. <laughs> he, well, yeah, um, well, he's of course he's weird. They, there's a new documentary out about him that's you know supposedly very good. I think I hear it. I hear it's less than flattering. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm sure it is. Oh fuck him. Anyhow, they also tease a new RPG here, Lord of the Sword, and I'm on. I was on the edge of my seat for that. Uh, they uh, they also wind down the Neymar magazine contest here. Uh, and the winner is, wait for it, mm-hmm. Sega Team Newsletter. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, they don't need, the, the way they word it is, they don't need no gimmicky nickname because when you've said Sega, you've said it all. Yeah. See, that's actually kind of a cool little, like, saying. Uh, yeah, it's, of all the things about that paragraph, that's one of the better ones. <laughs> right. But, but, that, but that's, on the well, they're whole, not even using it. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. well, yeah, they don't implement it. Well, unless I know we'll see later. Maybe they do. Uh, but yeah, they have, they're not implementing it in the way they should. Uh, it could, yeah, it should have been like, if they were really, they changed nothing on the cover. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, like if they made this determination now, like, okay, this is going to stick. We, we, we're, we're standing behind this now. There should have been like, yes, you know, they could have included that on the cover as like a, a, a tagline beneath the title or something. That would have been like, you know, uh, reinforcing their confidence in it. But they changed nothing. <laughs> you know, just right. So this fucking, you didn't do anything. Right. So they, they actually asked you to do their work for them for free. And then didn't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, didn't even. Right, then, then the beggars got choosy, and they were like, "No, nah, we don't like any of these names." Yep. Yeah. Fucking Sega, man. They're they're a trip. So mailbag mailbag is on deck after that, and Jab. There's a fucking Lorraine, Ohio, in here. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Sammy Torres First one with yeah with his twenty. I think it's the second actually, isn't it? Yeah. The second. Uh, uh, 
yeah. Sammy Torres with his 23 Sega cartridges. Uh, and I, I tried diligently, but no luck on Facebook. Um, sad face. Oh. Gee, trying to find Sammy. But I find it odd that three of the four letters specifically cite the exact number of games they own. <laughs> like yeah. all, all pretty high numbers, no less. You know? Now that you say that, that actually does throw me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a little fucking weird. Um, like I, you know, I, I don't necessarily refute that they got four, three letters rather that had that mentioned that, but it's interesting that they chose those th- those three <laughs> yeah. out of four total. That's that's a little heavily weighted. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just like the most uh, what the fuck do they call it when you're like hypersensitive, hyper aware of these types of things. Cynical. Can't think of. Uh, I'm very cynical. Uh, we'll just go with that. Um, but yeah, that this just screams advertising science to me. Right. Yeah. I, I, I can't get over it, but I'm an most asshole. Of these, most of these, I refute that they're even real letters. Uh, if, right. I, if I didn't see Lorraine in there, I might totally disregard this whole thing. But because Lorraine is such a insignificant small place, like right. I, I, it would be super hard to just pick that out of however many uh, arbitrary uh, small towns there are in fucking the United States. Exactly. <laughs> you know how we can prove that this is at least a semi-real? <laughs> Name a city in Arkansas that has 50,000 people in it. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't fucking do it. The features kick off with two whopping pages for Altered Beast, and the so the, the, the story is Greek god stuff. It is Zeus's daughter, Athena, was stolen by Neph, Lord of the Undead. And Zeus brings back a Roman centurion from the dead and gives him the power of the altered beast. And that's where altered beast comes from. So there's lots of weird action in here of those beasts. There's weird wolves, weird dragons, weird tigers <laughs> that he turns hmm. into, uh, which was very, I mean, I, you know, I guess weird. The, 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 the root of weird, as we use it anyways, I don't know if it's probably not the actual the root meaning, but the way it gets used for these purposes is like these things that turn from human to beast, you know? So sure. Not the most out there choice choices. Um, so yeah, as I mentioned, it was, it was a game I knew of, but never really fucked with. So I of course fired it up. Uh, and Oh my, what a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I was hoping you didn't have a different experience than I did. <laughs> yeah, it plays like they're trying to run a Genesis game on system hardware that's long before its time. <laughs> like, it, there's, a, yeah, just an awful frame rate, flickering. The controls don't seem to keep up with the action taking place around your sprite. It's just a very trying experience, you know? I, I didn't play the game, but I I was looking at play gameplay videos on YouTube and like I don't know, man. Like maybe it's just me, but like I would never release something of my own creativity like that. Like, I just <laughs> wouldn't. I, I was looking at it and I was like, this is fucking insufferable, man. It, it it looked like you said frame rate stuttering, like graphics cutting in and out. Um, yeah. It was clearly slow and clunky. It's like. I don't know. Maybe these corporate projects, once they get momentum, you can't stop them. But like, I would, like, <laughs> dude, I would not do it. And I would quit. Well, dude, with these arcade ports of theirs, man, like, you know, I think, I think we've said in general, like, there's just, there's just not as, as much attention on the Sega side relative to Nintendo on quality of software. You know what I mean? Uh, and and I think even it's it's compounded in cases where they had a strong arcade presence with the title. So like they didn't need 
to sell a good product and have it gain momentum as a standalone thing. It already had momentum as an arcade title. So they could just, as long as they just fucking stuck it out there, they figured it would move units just because of the, the brand awareness. You know what I mean? Right. That's my that's my hypothesis, anyways. Uh, so I think that would have a lot to do with it, you know. Yeah, man. It just I like, I I almost kind of wish I'd have watched a play because you know once you play the game and you have control of it, there's no way to re-experience this uh, without the existing knowledge. But like watching a video of it after playing it, I would think like the video, like if you're watching the video and you don't have control of that guy. That you would that and you didn't know how it worked. I would like I would think I would be watching the video like there's got to be something wrong with this video. <laughs> right, let me find a different one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like it can't. That's it's not. That's not. Something's wrong. <laughs> right. Like, we just never gotten good footage. You yeah, know. The video encoding on this upload is fucked up. Something's wrong with this thing. Like, I know. Like a million things can go wrong. It's okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. It's bad. Like the fucking. Oh god. Yeah. Like. Even like the. I guess I can't. I, I I look forward to playing it for Genesis because I'm sure some of those, a lot of those things get rectified. So I'm curious because the controls, like to attack things that are coming from above, you would have to do this. You have to duck down and do this kick straight up in the air. There was no way to, it was, and it, you know that completely stifled your movement, like because it's so slow and clunky, you know. So like, the things are still coming at you from left and right you know, uh, horizontally. It just, yeah, it was a fucking nightmare. The jumping was fucked. It was so bad, dude. So fucking bad. It even looked like the, uh, <clears throat> as as silly as a complaint as it sounds, like I've never seen it before. I've never felt the need to complain about it before, but until I saw these videos, uh, it looked like the scaling of your character and the enemies were like weird and off sometimes. It almost looked like you were too big for the screen. Right, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, well, that's... maybe that wasn't a thing, but like it fucking it was one of those. Things. It almost looked like this dude, like in his big form, was like punching like over the enemy sprites, but like right. it was still registering as a hit. And I do, I think that also because the, the, you know, the whole like that was the thing about that was one of the that's one of the big things about Genesis actually that it just traditionally has like these bigger sprites and kind of larger than life feel to the, the the sprites in the game and i that's what i mean that's a perfect example of what i mean by they were trying to do something here that was meant for the genesis i think mm -hmm. you know uh just uh, from a technical standpoint because yeah this the system does not have the fucking that's like when we get to Rostin uh, Rostin next here Rastan, Rastan. Uh, when we get to that next, like the my memory of that game in the arcade is like, yes, this huge, fucking amazing looking Conan type sprite, and you know the fucking uh, um, port here, not even close to that. It's much smaller, but you know what? It fucking plays a lot better than this too. And I'll get to that. You know, you know what I mean. So like, it just you can't have sprites like this on the Sega Master System, I don't think, and expect it to run well you know they kind of did this we talked about this with afterburner too which is another arcade port of theirs that like it it looked like a rather true representation if it were just a still screenshot of the arcade version but playing it it was a fucking frame rate and animation nightmare you know what right. i mean so like when they tried to do that they tried to come so close or closer than the system could perform at uh to the arcade versions of these games like they failed miserably on the system you know which is tragic like accept the fact that you're fucking porting it and and do it within the constraints of your technology you know um, yep. because there's 100 it doesn't matter how it looks if as a still image if it plays like shit it's it sucks you know it's a game um, right yeah don't pretend fucking yep. know your limits yeah that was like uh going back you know going back to those fucking game 
designer interviews for for batteries not included like i think it was dan kitchen that said like you know there's nothing more important than the mechanic like you have to start from a good to to design a good game you have to start from a a mechanic that at its baseline nature is fun to perform over and over and over and over again (laughs) you know what i mean like that is so important to maintaining and and holding a a player's attention because of fucking doesn't matter what else you do if it's a pain in the ass to do it it sucks (laughs) you know yep I, I mean, the, the, the opening statements we were talking about, the games you were playing, I, I mentioned that Alien Isolation had bad heads-up display, wasn't intuitive, and it's, it's you know, it's it's an uphill battle for that game now for me. Yep. Like, even if it's scary, even if it's this, even if it's that, it's like, when I fucking move, it doesn't feel right. Like, you know, I don't know where I'm going. Like, already I'm like, I don't have fucking time for this. <laughs> yep, too many, especially too many options. Even, even back then, that's the thing, too, they could get away with some of the shit back then, because if you have a Sega Master System... <laughs> You know, we, they have the checklist in this in this issue later on. There's only so many options, right? <laughs> you know, like, what are you gonna do? You're already entrenched with this. It's like the cell phone fucking contracts. It's like, yeah, you might be pissed off at your service from time to time, but it's gonna cost you to get out of it. It's a pain in the ass to switch to something else. Like, fuck it, I'll just deal with it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know? I fucking hate Sprint, and I've had Sprint since I was 18 because <laughs> it's just easier. Right. So that is Altered Beast, and next up they had Taito's Rastan, and as it explains, it's an arcade port, as I already mentioned it was. And Sour says his little they have, and you know, on all these we didn't mention for Altered Beast. I can't remember what it, what was it for Altered Beast. Something Probably something. nothing of consequence. Exactly, yes. But the Sour says here specifically references Conan just to hammer home how directly this is biting off that IP. You know, right? Uh, I feel like the lawyers got to step in at that point and be like, "Hey, man, we're already cutting it close." <laughs> yeah, fucking Jesus Christ, man! Fucking really uh, making this tough on me. Right. Uh, I immediately noted in the demo after the title screen when when firing it up after I fired it up rather that this is a far cry visually from the memories my memories of the arcade version as I mentioned so uh, comparative also comparatively after Altered Beast it was it was a welcome the shittier graphics were much very much welcome <laughs> you know right. I was just like give me something I can actually play and right. it isn't the gameplay is not bad man uh, and I think you'll I, given uh, some of your uh, reoccurring video game gripes. I think you'll appreciate this. I fell in some water in the first stage, and I did not die. God damn it, they can swim. Yeah, can you believe that shit? Finally, dude. <laughs> like, he just took a little damage. I don't even know if he took damage, actually. And, and I, I could jump right out. Uh, it was video game history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you know, it's funny you bring that up. And a, a game that, uh, what what are you playing? Uh, last night at my buddy's house, he got his, uh, we were hanging out doing some shit. I can't remember what the fuck we were doing. And uh, he got the PS4 out, and he got the VR thing out, and we played this game called Moss. And you're like this little, like you know, uh, fucking heroic. It's a classic hero tale, and you're but you're a mouse, and everything's like you know, like you'd run through my house, and everything would be as big as a house, but you're a mouse. Right. Um, and you got a sword in the whole nine yards. It's cool as fuck. But um, as I was playing it, it came to a point where I was like, oh, like I could probably navigate this if I just swam over that, jumped in the water, and fucking drown. <laughs> God damn it. Can mice? I don't know if mice can swim. Uh, actually, uh, I hear they cannot, but I don't know. I I just I butcher them as soon as I see them, so they don't ever get a chance to swim around. Me. <laughs> butcher butchers are a very strong physical reaction. Well, okay, so in my old apartment <laughs> behind the fev, I fucking I'll make this quick. I I had a mouse problem. I didn't want to kill anything. I got have a heart traps. Put peanut butter in there. They wouldn't fucking cooperate. But I would come out at least once a week to my kitchen and they'd climbed into my like kitchen workspace and on my stovetop and shit 
everywhere. Sure. And they would eat like, you know, if I had butter or like bacon fat up on the thing for my eggs, they were getting into that. It was mouse hair and shit. And like everything they fucking touch, dude. Like I don't even want, if they brush up against the hot sauce bottle, I got to fucking wipe that. So literally when I saw mouse poop and I probably should have just done it every day, I had to wipe every fucking thing down with sanitizer. I had to wash all the fucking things I had out. So, um, I just got fucking regular traps, and I just started reveling when I found a dead one. I loved oh, yeah. it. I, I oh, had them in my last apartment. I don't know if you ever came. I don't think you ever saw that one. My last apartment in New York had them uh, on 50th Street. Uh, yeah, and they would always be up on the kitchen counters. And, like, yeah, basically in the corners you find little piles of fucking shit and stuff. And, like, I'm constantly fucking picking that shit. Yeah gross and yes i would definitely i would use the i, I, I like <laughs> i don't even know how many different kinds of traps uh i like there were ones that were like these fucking white things that like they would go in and it would fucking close on them and trap them in there right. like alive though dude like how fucked is that <laughs> well i i intended to catch them alive and like take them somewhere and like put them outside and be like all right now fuck off but right they, they wouldn't cooperate so i had to kill them yeah, yeah, I, I use the traditional ones, the fucking sticky ones. The sticky ones are the worst too, because they're just sticky ones are bad. That's bad. Yeah, they're they're fucking just. I, I I use regular uh-huh. traps. Get it over with. I but I did want to maybe like crucify them and like leave them around so their friends can see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking find your food somewhere else, man. It's a big world. <laughs> Head on a pike. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, so the same thing in fire pits, dude. You don't even die in the fire pits in the game. You do take okay. damage in those for sure, but sure. you can jump the fuck out of them, which is. I mean, that's some badass stuff. <laughs> yeah. Though it, do, it does take, I mean, it sounds like, you know, careful what you wish for. And if you ever find a fucking magic lamp, the first thing you should do is call your lawyer. Um, <laughs> it, it would take some of the platformy fun out of it, you know? Like, and if you fall on Mario, you know shit just got real and you made a right. mistake. Well, this game, uh, it does not, uh, it doesn't make it less, it's still difficult. Because the, okay. the, the, the biggest reason being the jumping physics are a little rigid. You can't. Uh, it's funny you reference Mario because Mario was famous for this, being able to do it. Uh, you can't move laterally while in the air. Okay. You don't start your jump with a horizontal trajectory of some kind. Right. You know, and this is realistic probably, <laughs> but it makes for rough old school platforming, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a little tough in an old school platforming game. The music, uh, is not bad in this at all. I like the music. Most of the tracks I heard were pretty good. And there is a little something going on here overall. It's, um, you know, like I said, not even close to how awesome the arcade game was in my in my rec- recall. But and there are certainly problems with it. As with, I mean, I think any Sega game, there aren't too many games we played for Sega where we're like, oh, it was just a fucking a breeze, a a, 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 a software programming fucking marvel. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I just had a great time. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> that does not happen often on this system. So. Uh, I think uh, in, in a relative space, there there's some shit going on here. Uh, okay, I didn't actually get to watch any uh, video of this one. I, I jumped immediately to Altered Beast because I remember playing it for Sega Genesis, and I feel like I might have enjoyed it. I don't know if I had ever if I've ever played it for Genesis. Actually. I definitely did. That was my experience with it, but obviously that's not super applicable to this. But the point is, I, I didn't for whatever reason, Rastan didn't catch my uh, attention. Time Soldiers, The World Wars, 
ending theme, bringing us back into the back nine here of Tega Seam. Tega? Tega Sega? Seam. Tega Seam. Tega Seam newsletter. Sega Team newsletter. And I hope you noticed the comma that is in that song, uh, dear listener. I hope you uh, logged the comma there that is in that song title. It's Time Soldiers, the World Wars, comma, ending theme. No idea so, why it's like that. <laughs> no idea. Pretty good track, though. Yeah, it is. So they start off uh, with the, or they start us off, we are starting off with Lord of the Sword, which is that RPG that was teased in the letter, and, and Sour says his letter. And this, uh, <laughs> all the Sour says blurbs end in exclamation was the, probably the most notable thing <laughs> I took out of this out of this page and just like tweets that end in an exclamation it makes me not fucking trust them <laughs> uh so the story of this game is also fucking explained here and it it seems a little stock and meh to me which is uh, you know we've already said it once it's i think it's it's the biggest difference between Sega and nintendo and they do it again here and it's just nintendo spent so much more time on building a story world, and I don't think Sega thought it was worth spending the time on at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? That to them it was just that I don't know. I I, I can't imagine how you could view. You know, it's almost like uh, it's like the story about Atari's when they when they sold to uh, Viacom or whatever the fuck some fucking big corporate conglomerate, and the programmers first had their the guys who went and started Activision had a meeting with the CEO of whoever the fuck acquired them and uh, that guy explained to them that he thought they were no different than the dudes who stuffed the games in the boxes down on the assembly line oh boy <laughs> which yeah led that's why Activision was created and made way better games than Atari did until the uh, the crash because those guys were all like, "Well, fuck you," yes. <laughs> and, and left. <laughs> okay, uh, right. But that it's that like corporate viewpoint. I feel like Sega. It's just you know they're just widgets. Like just get the widget out. Like it doesn't matter what the widget. It doesn't the, the the details don't matter with the widget. Just make the widget and get it on the assembly line and get it into a box and get it into the store. Like they don't right. give a shit what's in the box. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I we we talked about it. Uh, I mean, we talk about it all the time, and it's it's probably hard to miss at this point. Uh, but it's early in video gaming history. You know, they they really don't know how to like. They don't know if these things are important. You know, they don't know if the details are important necessarily. Yep. And maybe you can say in some instances it's not necess- it's not super important even still to this day. But you know, the truth of the matter is, typically speaking, gamers want some a little bit of backstory, a little bit of. Uh, you know, believable creativity before they even start the game. Sure. And, uh, and Sega I mean, and choosing they, to not do that is it's going to make them suffer. Terrible. Yeah. And, and and I mean, this is a fucking RPG. They call it an RPG. They're aware it is a role playing game. It's not like this is like, you know, some other. It's not like they have it classified as some other genre. And we're now with hindsight looking at it and going, this is an RPG. You know, you mm-hmm. should have had a story here. Like they call it an RPG. They that's the entire basis of the genre is on the fact that you were role-playing as a character in a story. <laughs> right. You know, for fuck's sake, spend some time on it. Right. But as far I did fire it up, and as far as the gameplay goes, it is very Adventure of Link-like. Uh, there's like a real-time battle mechanics, side-scrolling kind of deal. 
uh, though, of course, much less good. <laughs> it's, like, it's way not as good. Uh, I worked my way through the first couple of very boring towns, and these, uh, I guess they would be woodland battle screens. I had very little fun. I got a magic book from a wizard in the second town, and then I okay. died. And... I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe I was just tired because of the work week I had or whatever, but, like, I died, and I had just had... I couldn't have had less interest whatsoever in trying again after that death. Like, it was just... There was just nothing about it that um, beckoned me to push on further, you know? Right. I'm picturing you, like... I, I only watched, like, a couple of uh, videos on it because Lord of the Sword, you know, it's, like, right up my alley. But, um, yeah, I, I picture you dying that time and giving as much thought to like turning the system off as everyone gives to taking their next breath. <laughs> right. yep. like, like, yeah, I didn't even fucking think about it. I just did it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no need to stay here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's exactly, that's a very good analogy. It was, it was uh, not a good experience. Yeah. The, the, the playthroughs I saw looked clunky and weird. Uh, it looked like it would yeah. Be a pain in my ass, and and then I saw one that had some fucking. It was like, yeah, actually, the map system in this game is terrible, and I was like, nope, fucking not doing it. I never even saw. I didn't even get that far. I didn't even see the map. I see the picture here on the thing. I never saw anything like that. The, the I, top, the top right of the three. I never right. saw. It. Yeah, I think the, the one guy that I had been watching mentioned that like he didn't have a map and was like it was like a little tricky. He he ended up getting stuck. I don't think he could do the game. Um, <laughs> How bad is that? There's a gameplay video of just a dude like, I don't know. <laughs> that's what it is. He's like, yes, I like wanted to play this game and like not even long into the review, he's like, hey, I actually don't know what to do here because I can't do anything in this game. Uh, but I'm just going to give you the honest review of what I experienced. So once I saw that, I was like, oh, fucking I think pass. the story says something about getting the books from the wizards or something. Like, you got to meet the wizards. Because uh, I was like, Sour, that's like, that's, you know, it's funny we're, used, we're, we're mentioning this because Sour says this blurb here with the fucking exclamation on it is basically telling you <clears throat> i don't know these all usually have like i don't know they're like a gameplay tip like the 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 the, the mechanic of the game a uh, tip for that in this case sour says is is like how the fuck you get going like that hook we mentioned for the for the alien game you know like you got to get that hook to get to get the player into the game enough right to right press on like this game is obtuse enough where that is not intuitive at all and it has to be given to you on a platter to even get you going <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean see that's uh, not good that's not good yeah so bummer still no rpgs on this system i you know i feel like fantasy star was not terrible but other than that the uh, the rpg uh adventure realm of this system has just been a fucking just a wasteland right mm. Uh, after that, the next one is SNK released Alpha Denshi developed Time Soldiers. And this sounded, the story here, sounded really fucking cool, man. Like, time traveling through different eras in Earth's history, World War II, Roman Empire, Feudal Japan, etc. Which, cool. Sure. And it's also a two-player co-op. We've said over and over again, massive fans of that. So, I fired it up with some level of optimism and... It is very Akari Warriors-like, uh, a very Akari Warriors-like vertically scroll scrolling shmup. And it has the same issue as Akari Warriors, uh, uh, by happenstance, uh, where the, like the, you, know, you need to shoot in all directions, but you only have that one control pad. You know what I mean? So right. 
you can only move you can only shoot in the direction you're moving and that can prove a little fucked at times uh but i didn't knock akari for it so i'm not going to knock this either and that's just the limitations of you know where we're at in the fucking home gameplay realm we don't have dual analog sticks yet so like what the fuck are they going to do you know um other than that, though, the controls are, are pretty good. Frame rates and animations are clean, and it was honestly a pretty enjoyable experience. Oh. Um, it, it cuts to, like, when you, because like, it is time travel based. So when you <clears throat> go from level to level, it cuts to a really cool interstitial sequence where you're, you're, you're traveling through time, and it's kind of. I posted the video on all our shit, our Facebook page, and, and Reddit and stuff. It's a pretty cool sequence. It's like these blue and red bubbles kind of thing. Like. A little different than any time. Like it's not. I don't even know what I would consider the stock time travel <laughs> animation to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little more portally than this. This was kind of just like almost, uh, almost like a uh, uh, interstellar space kind of looking thing. Like almost the like the super old original uh, Windows 3.1 Starfield screensaver. Oh, yeah, <laughs> kind of kind of like that. But okay. Where the things flying at you are a little, they're these red and blue bubbles, you know. Uh, so it was, I don't know, it was just, it was different than what I feel you traditionally see for this kind of thing. So I just thought that there was some time spent on that to at least conceive something different. Uh, that was kind of cool. Mm. And yeah, I mean, it was quite enjoyable as a one player deal. Uh, it could be a fucking blast co oping if we could ever get that to work on Fusion. Right. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Which is, uh, hasn't happened yet. Maybe, maybe um, somewhere down the line. But, uh, that's it for Time Soldiers. Did you watch any videos of that? Or no? As soon as I saw the the thing, I, I just like like you said, I saw vertical scrolling shooter. Figured it was like Akari Warriors or fucking uh, Heavy Barrel, and figured I kind of knew, you know, what I was getting into there. Uh, right. I I know how this game happened uh, because they probably sat down like, all right, guys, we're gonna come up with a video game. What are we gonna do? And they're like, well, somebody was like, we should fucking make a dinosaur game. Somebody was like, we should make a Roman soldier game. We should make a World War II game. And somebody Let's put all these fucking games in one. <laughs> fucking throw it in the blender, mix it up, man. Time soldiers. Boom, done. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't get far enough to fight a boss, but those that boss shot in the bottom right there, like that's, you know, kind of master, master. I always do that. Blaster master. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or Fester's Quest, you know, like a Sunsoft boss kind of. If it makes you feel any better, I was just about to call it Master Blaster. <laughs> right, yeah. So that's cool, too. You know, I didn't get that far. I didn't even see that uh, when playing. And, I mean, that looks mm-hmm. great. Uh, another really big sprite. Those are always good when when it doesn't slow the game down to a fucking crawl. Right. Know, crawl. So, yeah, man, I think, dude, I think there's fucking something there as far as say good. Yeah, I'll keep in mind because, uh, like I said, I, you know, I, I, I didn't do a lot of research on that one because I was like, well, you know, it's probably fucking it was vertical. It's probably gun smoke, man. Like, right. There you go. After that, they give us a Sega port of Irem's arcade beat-em-up, Vigilante, and the end of the feature article says the controls were designed to be just like Double Dragon, and the story, gameplay, and artwork looks exactly like Double Dragon. <laughs> just like, like we already said, just so fucking shameless, the ripping off. Right, up. like, did, how did they not get sued over this? <laughs> yeah. Fucking wild, man. Uh so that was yeah, that was the biggest takeaway of the article. Uh, I fired it up, of course, and sigh. <laughs> uh, I did like the, the title screen and the company music were actually really fucking cool. Uh, they give you like a like a city uh, skyline, I think it was, and uh, a pretty cool opening title track. Uh, but the gameplay is actually much more like Kung Fu, 
on NES. Okay. Played that where it's just like a, a side-scrolling deal where there's no vertical movement range. Like you're on a one static plane, even though there's seemingly plenty of space to go up or down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like as in Double Dragon, where you can do that. You know, it looks just like that as a screen, as a backdrop, but your sprite movement is very uh, linear. And um, all like you, you, like the enemies come at you, and you just knock the enemy straight off the screen you know like one hit much like kung fu right exactly just like kung fu which is also very unlike double dragon and double dragon is a much better experience i think as far as a beat-em-up goes so uh this is yes it's ripping off in every other way a better game yet not even trying to give you the same kind of gameplay (laughs) you know it's like i don't know the worst job ever maybe (laughs) and i'm looking at this part uh i'm gonna actually zoom in before i Really get on, yeah. So like I'm looking at this that that middle screenshot, the very lowest one in the center. Right. Um, that screenshot that the, the background looks like fucking uh doesn't look like the training montage in uh Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Yes, yes, for sure. I, I mean, mean I so they stole that too. <laughs> I can I can I can see that. I would say this one's actually a little better, man. And you can kind of make out the twin towers. Yeah, like that's definitely a better New York for sure. Like that's like a, a actually a remarkably true representation. Uh, the one in the one in Mike Tyson's Punch Out's a lot clunkier, you know. Like it, it has to be from Brooklyn, the southern tip of Manhattan, just because mm-hmm. you just know that. But uh, I would say this one looks much better, you know. Well, I didn't realize you loved Vigilante so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't uh, acknowledge and appreciate that more. Uh, even You're though I, fucking, I hate living, I hated living there, but. I still appreciate New York when when properly represented in in film, television, and and other content. Uh, but yeah, that, I would say that's probably the best thing about it. I didn't get that far either um, when I played it at all. But um, all the enemies and art look, yeah. I mean, just I mean, look at this. It's just it's yeah. astonishing. Like every one of them, everything about it looks like they just like Double Dragon. Yeah, just give me that and put it here. <laughs> make Double Dragon, call it something else, and get the widget out. Yep. Uh, but yeah, not at all fucking fun, you know. And like again, these this kind of game, man. It's not the only one where this is the case. Like I said, any game, it's about the mechanic. But like this kind of game, it's beat 'em up, damn. The only fun, it's just rep, re- repetition. Other than that, that's why like Kung Fu is the shittiest game ever because it's like all you're doing is beating guys up. There's nothing else happening here. Like if you don't, if it's not, if the act of doing that doesn't have some variance and some fun to it. Like, you have literally nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole game, baby. You better hang on tight. Right. Yeah, like, they don't even introduce, like, a new fighting feature. It's just like, oh, kick's the most powerful, so I'll just go with kick and move from left to right and then be Well, done. I don't know. I, I didn't play it enough to know whether... Because, like, Double Dragon has kind of, like, that level-up feature to it where you get different moves as you go, jump mm-hmm. kicks and shit. So I don't know if this had that. I didn't play it enough to say that it doesn't. But even if it does, it's still just generally, like I said, there was just very li- no fun whatsoever, actually, right. to the gameplay. So even if there is moves added, like, I don't think, you know, I just can't imagine it being fun. Am I seeing some Streets of Rage influence here? Sure. I mean, any more. Like those smash cars, like, I feel like that background, like Streets of Rage, I feel like maybe took this idea of like a fighter and like, you know, and made it made a decent fighter because Streets of Rage is awesome. And yeah. That well, was I mean, Sega, so and these, yeah, these are both the, that Sega proprietary shit too. Streets of Rage, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and also an arcade port, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they're, you know, that 
we could probably do some digging and maybe even find some personnel overlap because these are yeah. same in-house jobs, you know. Um, and they're probably not even, I mean, the original Streets of Rage is probably not too far away from this because we are very close to the Genesis because the Genesis hit long before the Super Nintendo. So mm-hmm. we are probably, um, I haven't looked it up yet actually when the release is, but I bet we're pretty fucking close to the Genesis coming out. Like I bet switching over to Sega Visions from these newsletters is probably about the same timing. Um, for this for the genesis release you know so yeah it's probably not far away and there i mean i would have no doubt that there's some level of creative overlap there you know mm-hmm. so that's fucking vigilante and the last uh, feature they have here is sega's port of epics's california games which i feel like has been dangled in front of us by this magazine <laughs> for a couple years now <laughs> and i've just been just like on the edge of my seat man <laughs> it cannot yeah cannot fucking Lives wait just keep it. happening to me Yep. So it's a mini game game with a bunch of dumb shit that a stereotypical late 80s Southern Californian pothead might be into. Frisbee, hacky sack, BMX, biking, skateboarding, surfing, etc., etc. And I was not optimistic at all (laughs) firing it up, but I did so anyways because I'm a masochist. And the title screen music is definitely a licensed something or other, but I could not put my finger on it. first impression of that of this when i was reading the magazine was oh god here's another game that is the 10 in 1 faxer printer scanner copier omelet maker rice cooker you know fuck that shit yeah like i said i was not optimistic either but got going on it man the menu system is very smooth and cool looking uh Mm -hmm. you can tell that they're fucking this is not just a shit amount port that they just fucking threw on to Sega Master System software, or, or hardware, rather. Uh, there was some effort to make it look good. And the gameplay also looks, dude, the sprites and shit, it looks fucking incredible <laughs> by Sega Master System standards, mm-hmm. or 8-bit standards, I should say. Uh, a lot of times, Sega Master System does look good. Um, so yeah, you, you basically, you, you pick, and you can do the kind of, like all these games have, you can kind of do the uh, all-events thing, you, you make a character. It's pretty wild. You make a character, mm. and you type a name in. You pick a sponsor, and they have, you know, this fucking, this must have been sponsored. It has actual companies that you can pick as your really? sponsor. So they probably had some placement, you know, Casio and shit. Like, a lot of those, like, really 80s-E companies, you know, like the Casio uh, watches and shit. Uh, right. that you would always see on uh, Double Dare and Funhouse and those those game shows for kids and shit when we were little. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, all those brands are definitely present here. So there, you know, that also uh, real world tie-ins, even though, you know, it, it shouldn't be cool. It's fucking paid advertising that you're being subjected to, or you're subjecting to children. It shouldn't be viewed as cool, but I can't help, but like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like real world integration. And I, and that's, you know, you don't see that a lot at this stage of video game, uh, development. So. Um, that was kind of cool and interesting. And then, yeah, you you know, you play all events or just one, whatever it is, with that character you created. And uh, the two I played, I played Frisbee, and it kind of sucked. But towards the tail, like, when I, like, you know, there's so many, there's five other events or whatever. So, like, I didn't spend a ton of time on that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I did it a few times, and I got better at it, you know. 
It's still because you had to like throw the frisbee to a person, and like it was it was kind of one of those. Dude, do you remember? This is this is I I can't believe this just came to me. Do you remember playing that Q basic game Gorillas on my IBM PS2 or one or whatever it was? It was a Q, it was like two gorillas stand on building, super rudimentary, and you would just punch in trajectory cord. Yeah, yeah, we played this recently, didn't we? We might have. That would be cool. Oh, I think you know what? I think it was, we found it online. We did. I think yeah, I found, yeah. You throw yeah, bananas at each other. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, where you like pick a, you need to pick a trajectory and like know where the thing you're trying to hit is, and kind of get it wrong a few times and get a feel for where. Kind of dial it in. Right, you know, and that's exactly how the frisbee thing was. So, like, yeah, I got better at it. So even though I didn't care for it, I improved. That means it's not a total piece of shit mechanic, you know. Right. And then I tried hacky sack, and I was oddly entertained and challenged. But really? <laughs> hacky sack, it was crazy. I, like, I was expected this. I could not believe. I was sitting there playing, and I was like, I, 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 I want to do it again. <laughs> like, I would drop the thing. The, the ball would drop, and I'd be like, uh, here we go. <laughs> Give me that like, ball, right? Yeah, I did not expect to be uh, have an impetus to continue playing that uh, when I was first looking at, at it. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I only tried those two, uh, but I think this game might be good, dude. <laughs> That's weird, because these games usually aren't good. Ever, man. But, you know, I also thought... But then again, we do, like, um, Ski or Die. Right. Yeah, it's not impossible to get to, to make a good game like this. It's just right. rare. And, you know, you have to... You know, in hindsight, after feeling that way about it, after playing it, like this thing was—that's why they were talking about it forever. This game was ported all over God's creation. <laughs> it was on every fucking computer system, every fucking console. Like this game went everywhere. So you know, maybe there's a reason why. <laughs> right. Because uh, at its core, it they did make a a pretty good game uh, for for what the genre was. You know. Hmm. Hey, I think this uh, this this song that you sent me might be a uh, ripoff of a uh, wild thing. That is that. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's possible. I can't remember who who did that song. I wasn't sure though. I I actually I I pair I I, I put it up alongside it, and I was like, I don't think that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild thing. That that little uh, melody is definitely wild thing. Uh, big shout out to uh, Major League uh, Rick Vaughn, Wild Thing, Cleveland Indians. My favorite fucking comedy ever. It's very uh, dude, that fucking movie is fantastic. And I can recite um, it without it being on jab. I can, I can, I could give you the transcription of that movie verbally. <laughs> <laughs> well, From, congratulations. Have you? What, what is the fucking? What's the the lead chick's name? Oh shit. Renee. Renee, not Zay, not Renee Zellweger. Renee Russo. Russo. Yeah, Russo, I believe. Dude, she is a fucking knockout in that movie. You know what? It knock that is out, like knockout yeah. is the perfect '80s attractive woman term. <laughs> like that. Maybe, like that, that is such a dated way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm showing my age a little bit, but uh, man, holy shit, dude! Like, I'll see that movie occasionally, or I'll see like you know picture like scenes of her like. In the library, when she, in, the, in that fucking movie, and I can't, dude, it's, I can't get over it. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she is gorgeous. Um, yeah, no, dude, I own the DVD. I fucking, it, it is saved in my Netflix quay. Uh, whenever it's licensed and in their offering, it's right there, front and center on my my list thing. I will watch that movie anytime. I am like flipping through, and it comes like I will watch it. Like <laughs> it's just, it's, it's been a long time. I haven't watched it for like five years. So I should probably do that. Oh my god, Ted had. 
had. And I feel like the first place I ever saw it was at Ted's. Right. I he, I said had. He probably still has it. <laughs> a VHS cassette of it recorded off HBO. So mm-hmm. like my memory of it is not only, you know, like I have the memory of the of the movie, but like my memory of it because that's the tape I watched. God, I don't even know how many times. Uh, has like the HBO opening sequence from like the late 80s you know or like the the hbo presentation uh title sequence thing that they do before movies would play uh so yeah my memory of it is like extra nostalgic and fond too because it's like a a specific recording not just the movie you know what i mean right like you Uh, could probably remember like the exact like tracking issue yeah yeah, dude oh the the, like oh we're 18 minutes in it's gonna get a little fucked up yeah yeah the tracking uh during the opening because the opening song is fucking incredible too that uh big river i think is the name of the the track um i can't remember what it's called but yeah it's a good one and they they, uh show kids playing uh stickball in the street over by uh saint theodosis yep and later in my life back in starting like 2012 to like 2015 or something like that 14 maybe uh i would spend every fucking weekend uh on professor street right next to St. Theodosis, you know, you could throw a rock literally from where we were hanging out on Professor Street and fucking land in that scene. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Now that movie, everything about it is so good, man. It's fantastic. And then it's got fucking Rene Russo. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck you, Joe Boo. I'll do it myself. Oh, just so many great things about it. Everything. It's great. Uh, Hats for bats. (laughs) Welcome to the uh, Major League uh, Baseball movie podcast Podcast. appreciation podcast yeah (laughs) you should i would like to do a side side splinter uh podcast about just that we could literally literally do a whole podcast just breaking down each individual scene 60 minutes on each scene (laughs) i'm pretty worried about that uh what page are we on in this goddamn magazine (laughs) so that's california games at the end of the features and next up they give us our sega software checklist and coming soons after after that here on uh, on one page and of these coming soons alf is interesting do you remember alf um i remember alf uh the intellectual property but i don't had i'd never had much uh, experience with alf either the cartoon or the stuffed animals or the video games or I otherwise it was a cartoon i remember there was it was a live action show jab yeah yeah it was like a puppet thing right yeah super weird the do you know actually the uh jerry stall do you know that writer the uh, name sounds familiar for some reason. He is, he's one of those like 80s heroin chic writers that he's got, incre- I love, I'm fascinated by drug addiction stories and he has a bunch of novels. Uh, his most famous is Permanent Midnight probably and it is about, it's it's a quasi memoir uh, and he was a writer on ALF for a while. Okay. So, like when it like when he was really bad in heroin, uh, in particular. So he this permanent midnight deals a lot with him and like how, I don't know, just disgusted he was with the whole situation of the writers' room on Alf, you know. And, and I don't believe he mentions it specifically, but he you know it's like a puppet. Like he like talks about he like he uses so many context clues that it's impossible for it not to be Alf. Uh, and it's uh, they actually made a Ben Stiller movie out of the book, uh, which is a surprising actor to choose for a movie that is so incredibly dark but um yeah really good incredible incredible book can't read it can't recommend it enough and the movie's actually pretty good too uh but yeah it was about the writing room at alf so that's probably the thing i think about most about alf but i also i mean that i was into it as a kid dude i had i don't know if i had oh i remember i think you had an an alf stuff toy yeah i believe so in fact i associate 
Like, I don't think about Alf much, as I hope no one does. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I realized when I said that, I was like, well, the implication being that some people out there do but think about Alf. Some are thinking about Alf on a regular basis. <laughs> right. But, okay, so I don't do it. But when I do, I actually associate it with you. Really? I, I, yeah, I want to say, now that you say that, I'd forgotten it. But I think I had a chef Alf. I think it was a chef of some. He had like a chef costume on, and I don't know why. I'll have to Google that now. Alf chef, but I got nothing for you there. But yeah, I yeah. remember you fucking with Alf. Yeah, Alf. Uh, so that's interesting to me. And then also King's Quest. Yeah, that's what jumped out to me for sure, man. The... And I, I looked up some fucking playthroughs or some like you know gameplay, and it looked like King's Quest. Did it? Yeah. I mean, I didn't. It's coming soon, so I was adhering to our thing. Oh, and that's this... right. Didn't do. I mean, it's not. It's not a. It's not a. A tragedy that you looked at gameplay videos. I mean, I'm not going to call the police or anything. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that far. But I am like. I mean, it's an. You know, those. That's an amazing old school Sierra Adventure game. I fucking had that. I had the compilation of all of them. Uh, like the first six, I think, uh, that I bought for. Uh, that that same IBM PS1 that we played Gorillas on, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I fucking love those games. So that's very exciting to me. And, and I do have a hard time seeing it work on the SMS, though. That's what I mean. Like I said, it looked like it. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but it looked like it. Right, yeah. I mean, especially the first one. I mean, that's That, that was a text parser game. So, I mean... I mean you know, you they, need a keyboard for that, almost. You know, they, you, they did do remasters of it. And later on, the like once they... I think, like I said, that compilation of the King's Quest... Uh, boxed games was like one through six that I had and they actually did because by the time they were to six it was all point and click and you had you would cycle through the different they had a menu at the top you could go up and bring up and click the things too but you could just cycle through your different world interaction icons walk touch fucking open talk look at whatever uh, right. with with the right mouse button so it's not impossible that you could you know they they eventually back uh, remastered the the originals too that were text parser into that um, for that remastered box set. So I mean, it's not you know the it's not like they had to figure that out to get it to the Sega uh, interface, you know. But just traditionally, yeah, whenever you see these kinds of games uh, that are computer based like that, where you used a mouse, like you usually lose something, <laughs> you know, right. Maniac Mansion, even like, I mean, as incredible as that was as an NES game, like relative to having a mouse, like it's fucking, you know, night and day. If I had played Maniac Mansion on PC and then played the NES version, I probably would have a much different memory of it, you know? Right. And come to think of it, like, you know, that's, they, they just have menus for that game. So like, what I saw briefly when I was, I know, Corbin, I'm right here. What I saw briefly was just like, yeah, instead of, which actually I remember like the openness of King's Quest playing on a computer actually kind of made it a little difficult because like the world's just there in front of you and you have to fucking like figure out how to interact with it. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, 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 the commands are so rudimentary anyways that you could do something like, you know, you could type touch and that shit just wouldn't work, but you could yep. type grab and that's it. And you better be good at spelling. Exactly. So like having the menu. Yeah. Now that I think about it actually is almost helps to like streamline the, the matter. For sure. Sure. But I mean, that's kind of, it's funny cause that's, that's part of what is part of the allure in a way. Right. Yeah. Part of the nostalgia is that trying to figure out that text parser and how am I going to do this thing? That's part of the puzzle, you know? Right. But we're not there yet. So it doesn't sure. much matter. Doesn't much matter, but that is interesting for sure. And after that, they give us their uh, full page of 
pushing or two full pages of pushing Sega weird Sega things. Uh, you get the all their merch swag shit on the one side, and then the next there side nothing weird about either of these pages. This is <laughs> this all makes this is this actually makes the most sense of anything I've seen so far. <laughs> uh, actually, I kind of glossed over this. I didn't even see that the scoreboard was Double Dragon. Uh, that's kind of cool. Right. Um, so yeah, they're doing the scoreboard for Double Dragon in this issue, and then the next page is the uh, sorry, the weird part is not less so that order form, yes, and more so this the the, the back half of this. That's their mail order power only available via mail order Power Strike game that we've already touched on extensively, and then also their fucking VHS tape that we've also talked about extensively. Uh, those are the those are the weird offerings. Uh, but we've already talked about them, so we don't need to do that again. That's just weird Sega shit. And then and my my Steam just popped up, so my buddies want to have a. Uh, uh, one of my buddies said he wants to watch the game over here, and I was like, "Yeah, man, like sounds good. Put together, you know, get some people to come over." And he didn't respond to my text. And then just at the bottom of my computer, I saw a Steam notification pop up that he's playing Civilization. <laughs> Why fucking it's on Steam either, Jab? What the fuck, man? You're fucking busted, Alex. Put this fucking party together. We gotta get our Steam we gotta get our Steam handles on, on the internet. Too. I don't actually play I don't actually use Steam for anything. I think I play I don't use it either. It's just it, Master it's, of Orion two. It's the prereq to get to my civilization is the only thing Steam is. <laughs> he want I, I may play it through there too, but he wanted me to play Civ Six with him, but I just like I, I don't think I can do that. But anyways, Alex, I can see you're playing Civilization. You should I don't be putting we, this party together. We, we we should we definitely. You don't have. Do you have Civ Six? No, I have. Civ, I only play Civ Four. We got to get you Civ Six, Jeff. Yeah, no, I, the the Civilization takes up literally all of your time. The yeah, only way you could take it. The only way you could make it take up more time is if you started playing multiplayer. I have to draw the <laughs> line somewhere, dude. I can't do it. The answer is no. I'm not gonna do it. We gotta do it, Jeff. No, Tony, al- do it. Tony also has it. We gotta play it. Out. Gotta the, play the, it. the only thing worse than adding multiplayer is adding multiple friends. <laughs> like this is you're not selling this well at That's all. Such a good game, dude. We should be playing that. And I heard Civ Six isn't very good, so I'm I'm not doing this. Okay. If you guys want to play Civ Four, I'm listening, but I'm still gonna turn you down. I don't think I have back it. cover. I probably have Civ Four somewhere, but I don't know if I don't know if you have it on a disc or something. Can you integrate it into? I don't know about that actually. That's a good question. I mean, but... it's like fucking ten bucks. That's true. Doesn't matter. You don't need it because we're not going to play it. <laughs> uh, we need to work on that. That's, that's. I can't believe I haven't even tried. There's to There's literally nothing to work on. Why are you not listening to me? Uh, I'm not the greatest listener, Jab. I don't know if you're aware of that. I know you're not. <laughs> then they give us a full pager for Toys R Us, yeah. which are always great. Um, Toys R Us is fantastic, but and there's some people that are never going to get to go to a Toys R Us. They're just going to go to Amazon. Well, yeah. I mean, they're gone, aren't they? I mean, we already Not all them. of them. I, I think some of them are still around. But I, in fact, I think the one Illyria may still be around. I'd show you how much I go to Illyria. This is where they went bankrupt. Uh, I guess something. That, that doesn't mean they. I think they did go bankrupt, actually. But that doesn't mean that they're gone. Right. Either way, um, yeah, Toys R Us ad here in the back for Sega Master System. Strange yep. enough. And the, yeah, the games Shinobi, Monopoly. Yeah, we've just seen this exact ad before. Monopoly, Outrun, Thunderblade, Shinobi. And then they're packing uh, Hang On Safari Hunt there with the system and the, and the system picture. So that is Sega Master System Six. Sega, Sega? Master System. That this is Sega Team Newsletter. Tega Seam Newsletter. Tega Seam Newsletter issue six.
That was Alter Beast ending theme, uh, appropriately enough, ending the podcast for us. <laughs> Bringing us to our nominations. Yes. Jeff, what Sega Master System games do you think we should experience next? <laughs> so, I had three, but then I took one off, but I'm going to put it back on just because why wouldn't I to tell you what it was? Um, I had Lord of the Sword which, you know, I, I saw RPG and Sword, and I was like, yeah, I'm paying attention. Um, Altered Beast I had on there, because when I saw it, I was like, yeah, yeah, like, I remember playing Altered Beast. That's a good one. And then I, that's the one I'm taking off. I saw the gameplay, and I was like, oh, God, no, please. Um, and I think Vigilante was my other one. Vigilante, yeah. I don't know why, but that's... This actually wasn't super... Uh, Dude, there were only six. There was there's not many. There were only six new ones. Uh, and there was very little other, you know, or rather this magazine in general has very little of like other shit flying by than the, the, the small number of games they feature, you know? Right. But not, you know, the big problem there is like, I already picked zillion over those other games. What the fuck am I going to do now? (laughs) Like go back and pick something that was lesser than zillion. Right. And yeah, just in general, the library is not nearly as large as Nintendo on the whole, you know, so there's just less to choose from in general, even if you go as, as deep as the checklist for for uh, options, you know. It wasn't Vigilante, it was Rast, Rast, Rastan. 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 Yegas seem used letter. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, because I remember actually, uh, one thing I want to say was the backgrounds reminded me of uh, Rygar. Sure, there's definitely some uh, narrative overlap to those two titles for sure. Right. Yeah, right. <clears throat> oh, mine were Time Soldiers, also Rastan, and Double Dragon. And it's funny because I didn't notice that the score board thing was Double Dragon when I was going through this magazine. I somehow just blew by that page because it was the order form that I've seen a million times. So I didn't even look at the second half of that, I guess. Uh, so I did dig into the checklist to get Double Dragon because I originally put California Games on here, but I was thinking about it. I was like, "What the fuck are we? You know, like the what? Do well, we how do you even talk about it? Right? Yeah, I mean, it's just not enough going on there to to to, to be a game episode. I don't think so. I was like, I got to find something else. And I dug back in and I was going through the checklist one by one. I looked at Ghostbusters kind of hard uh, for for one of my nominations, but same thing there. Like as much as I fondly remember that game because of my Atari experience with it. And I also played it on NES, and like I do think it is far and away the best version of it out of all the ones that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just the same thing. It's just not. It's very repetitive. You map screen. You stop the ghost with your car. You go to the place that has the ghost attack in the building. You go there. You catch the ghost. It's in the trap. Rinse. Repeat. Like what? Right. Is there? <laughs> That's the game. right. There's just not enough going on there. That's, That's like kung fu. About. Like kick the enemy. <laughs> Okay. Do that until we're done. Yep. (laughs) Nothing doing there. So, yeah. So, Double Dragon, I was like, okay, out of the list. Like, there's something going on here. There's like a stage uh, flowchart to it. So, and they are different from stage to stage to stage. So, with different enemies, et cetera, et cetera. So, there'd be shit to talk about, you know. So, those are my three. Uh, I think it's interesting that we both had Rastan, you know, and I already said it's, I fondly, or I, I fondly appreciate the arcade version. And while the, uh, console version is, you know, a far cry from that. I don't think I would hate my life the whole time I was playing it, uh, mm-hmm. which is, you know, not always the case with these Sega games. 
Uh, uh, Double Dragon. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's something to go there. There's something to do there. Uh, Double Dragon. It's. I think it's still probably a better version than the NES one, man. But it is still clunky, dude. I, like I, I my, before I put it on here, I fired up and played the first level, mm-hmm. and I was like. Is how bad is this? <laughs> like, am I gonna really like? Can I deal with it and get through it? And like, it would be hard, man. It's fuck. It's a really hard. Like, I got my ass kicked. Dude, uh, I know Double Dragon is like considered like a good game. I even as a child, I found that game clunky and a little, little like just not, not. It's not my thing. Yeah, I got, it's it's good. Like, I'll get into it. You know, I could I could do it, but it's yeah, not for it's not for me really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know, and Rostan has that medieval fantasy thing going on that we like. You know, I just I just hot boxed when I was in Cleveland both the Conans <laughs> oh, well. uh, on it because they're on HBO right now. So I recommend you go watch those if you have HBO access. <laughs> uh, I uh, do, yeah, yeah, they're they're both fucking on there right now, or they were. I don't know. Oh, they wouldn't be off. It's probably on a monthly basis, so they're probably still there. Uh, and they're such such good movies, and that's exactly what that game is. So I like that. Let's okay. Let's do Rossin. I'm on. I'm in. Yeah, that that works for me. Uh, hopefully, it's not too long of a game. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm gonna have trouble with it. <laughs> I, I I just see it already for some reason. Yeah, we should try to play Time Soldiers though. I bet it is fun as a as a multiplayer thing. You can figure out how to run it, man. You fucking tell me, but. Uh... That yeah. didn't look promising when we tried Rampage. No, that did not go well at all, to say the least. Uh, you know, that sucks, too, because that's the, you know, when we get to the Genesis, dude, there's a ton of multiplayer games that I fucking would want to play. But yeah, I'll do more research. Cause Hire a nerd. Hire, hire a nerd. <laughs> I should. I fucking, I've made jokes with my fancy football squad that I have hired a freelancer on Upwork. A a uh, like Bangladeshian fucking uh, freelancer to run my fantasy team <laughs> because because I'm so over the fantasy fantasy football in general, but my fan, but my fantasy team this year in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it will be hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be my new thing. Like just fucking hire an Upwork freelancer. Yeah. To figure it out. There was there was the post on Reddit recently that reminded me. I mean, I knew of it years ago, but there was some guy who like did like computer programming or something, and he outsourced it. He like found some guy in China to, like, do his job. He, like, worked from home, and he would send this Chinese guy his work, and he paid him one-fifth of his salary. So if he made 100000 he's paying this dude 20000 and then that dude just didn't do anything. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, that's fucking, like... Yeah, you do it one time, you get fired. You do it 100 times, and you're a fucking middle manager. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's, that's funny. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe that's how we'll do it, then. But, okay, so we're fucking playing Rostan. That's great. And you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Android, TuneIn, Podbean. Please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on whichever of those you do listen to it on. And our website is nyehentertainment.com forward slash ISOHpod. You can email us directly to talk shit or uh, shower praise or however you see fit to interact with us at isohpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube for gameplay videos of mostly me. We're good jab to record some sometime or another. Oh, actually, you have one on there because the Friday the 13th shit is on there now, so you do have gameplay videos there, Jab. Uh, You guys better fucking enjoy that one. (laughs) 
Uh, there's also the subreddit, speaking of, of ways to interact with us, uh, at reddit.com forward slash r forward slash ISOH pod. Jab, what are your socials? Uh, I have none. They're not for me. <laughs> and my Twitter is at Josh Fallen. My Instagram is at my shift key is broke. Okay, bye. Later. <laughs> Thank you.